I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. I hear you have a guest with us today. I do. We have Laurel Sykes, who's been with us before. And Laurel is the Senior Vice President with Montecito Bank and Trust. She is the Chief Risk Officer with the Risk and Compliance Department. And of course, in that position, she sees the different scams that are happening in our community as they affect her clients. So welcome back, Laurel. It's nice to have you. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. So, Laurel, what can you tell us? What's going on that we need to know about? Well, a couple of the scams that we wanted to talk about today have some tie-ins to the recent disasters we've seen in our community, and we thought they'd be good to share. One of the things that we've seen warnings about as we all begin to rebuild is the idea that there might be folks out there looking to profit from these horrible disasters in the form of contractor or builder scams. We have not seen clients specifically reporting on any such scams, but I would say that over the past year, we've probably had uh, three to five what we call handyman scams, where we believe that maybe one of our clients is falling prey to someone who's pretending to do work on their home, but it, it appears to be a much higher price we would expect that they would pay. We had one client we were working with last year where I think it had been four months into the year and they'd already paid out over $50,000 to their quote unquote handyman and, you know, trying to alert people to what is going on out there and give them some tips about places they can go to have references checked and to have contractors and the like checked. One of the sources that we give to people to have their work checked out is the Better Business Bureau. BBB.org is a good place to go for some of that. So, Laura, what you're saying is if you have a question or a concern, or maybe just as a safeguard about a contractor or handyman that is soliciting work from you, check him out or check her out with BBB.org. And what are the red flags that people should watch out for if they're approached by a handyman who's claiming to have some expertise or willing to help them with the disaster that they've experienced? Well, I think the biggest red flag is the cash-only deal. Or we see in these particular cases, two of the three scams were situations where the checks that were written to the handyman were just under $10,000. And then they would come into the bank and cash those checks. And the reason they stay under $10,000 is to avoid reporting to the IRS because as soon as a bank has a $10,000 cash transaction, it becomes reportable. So I would say cash, the high pressure tactics that you have to act now, where they ask for something upfront and they ask for a deposit that seems relatively high to the work that's being done. And when they're not operating with any sort of a contract with you, I think those are really good indicators that something might not be on the up and up. And should people ask for contractor's license? Absolutely. And you can check out their license to see what sort of a record they might have. So are these usually people that will come to your house that will solicit work from you? These are not people maybe that have established businesses in town? It's possible. I mean, we see the door-to-door sales happening sometimes where they come and say they're in the neighborhood and they're doing some work and do you have anything that needs doing? That it could be a situation where maybe they've been working with a friend of yours and they're trying to then hit all of the uh, friends and relations that you have with the similar types of scams. But I would say that 
new people are going to be popping up all over the place as we get through these terrible disasters. And it's just something to be really prepared for and solicit bids. The Contractors Association, the California Contractors Association has some great tips and tricks that you can look at and ways to vet a contractor, worksheets that you can use and questions to ask when you're doing reference checks. That is really good information. And how would people get in touch with California Contractors Association? Is that something that they can do online? You can search for the um, California Contractors Association online, and there's all kinds of tools and tips that they have for you there. Perfect. Is there anything else you are seeing that might be tied into our recent disasters? Yes, I think one of the scams that we've historically seen since we started our program here at the bank is the charity scam. While we have not had any clients fall prey to what we believe are scams related to these disasters, it's definitely something to watch out for. You want to make sure that the, the money that you're giving is going to the cause that you intend. When we tend to see somebody fall prey to a charity scam, they must be put on some sort of a known scam victim list because suddenly all kinds of charities are coming out of the woodworks. And on the back end at the bank, we can see it when we see $25 checks here and there, and they're all made payable to different charities for different purposes and all clearing on the same day. So whenever we see more than a couple $25 checks, we get an alert on the back end and we can dig further into the, the client's account. But really be careful in this environment as people are trying to pray and pull on your heartstrings to get you to do that. We've talked a little bit about that on the show. So you are seeing signs that that might be happening in our community. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say signs. I've, um, we've seen quite a bit of warnings. Uh, in Ventura specifically, the county sheriff's office did a great job of putting out information about what to watch for in these types of scams. I think locally here in Santa Barbara as well, there's specific sites that you can go to that give you the list of the legitimate uh, charities. Things like the United Way, the Salvation Army, the American Red Cross, you know, the, the ones that are well-known charitable organizations rather than some of these one-offs that maybe you haven't heard of before. How do these fake charities solicit their potential victims? Typically by telephone. And really what they're doing is, is they're saying things like, we're calling to thank you for your past support. So that's a red flag if, if you haven't supported them in the past. And where they won't send you information or they're asking you to wire the proceeds rather than writing a check that you can later cancel. So when they say wire the funds or purchase a gift card, those should be instant red flags that they're not legitimate. And there are ways that you can verify the legitimacy of the organization that's contacting you on the phone. You can always ask to call them back at a different number or to have them mail you the information so that you have time to consider what you're being asked to donate for. Those are really good tips and really good advice, Laurel. Is there anything else that people should be aware of or are those the two main things that we're concerned with right now? I think probably the, the biggest scam that we're seeing, and we've talked about this on the show in the past, is still the sweetheart or the romance scams. And now that we're coming close to Valentine's season, you know, not all Valentines are out for good. I would say continue to stay alert to anybody that claims to be needing your money in order to come pay a visit or to get out of a different country. That's just uh, on the upswing, and we're seeing at least a case a month in a sweetheart scam. It is a heartbreaking one, that's for sure. And remember, Vicki, if we go back to the charity scam for a minute, sometimes they'll use similar names, you said, so it might be United Way for All. They use the main words, but they change it just a little bit so that people are thinking they're giving to the real foundation. And I would encourage people to go to charitynavigator.org to check it out. 
never, never give out your bank account information over the telephone because as soon as you're, you're doing that, you're potentially giving that over to somebody on the other end of the line that may not be who they say they are. Very good advice. Thank you, Laurel, and thank you, Vicki. I appreciate you being here on Scam Squad today. Thank you. Thank you.